Welcome to Beyond the Mic with the Captain and the Kingpin. We're going to take you beyond the mic at the Promo Climax every single week, which kicks off this week, and we're being joined by none other than the brand new promo champion himself, Mikey Two Belts. He's also the knowledge champion, Mike Larkin. You gotta say, what a year makes, right? I mean, from going as an underdog in the inaugural Promo Climax and then being honest with you, I absolutely fucking sucked in the inaugural promo climax and then stepping my game up in the king of the mic and then going into promo slam in the fatal four-way. And now I'm a double champ. I'm the knowledge and promo champ, Mikey Two Belts. So, guys, thank you for having me. You know, it's really it's good to have you on, and it's, it's good to be doing this show. And for those who haven't figured it out yet, I myself will not be uh, in the promo climax, which I know... All the competitors can breathe a sigh of relief because clearly I won the whole thing last time. But, uh, you know, I'm a little exhausted from fighting for my life against Lewis of Evolution of Pro Wrestling. and Twice. And uh, twice, yeah. Twice. And everything else that's happened. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, kind of kick back on this show. And, and uh, you know, Daz has got a nice uh, a chair lined up on the beach for me so I can sit and watch the waves <laughs> with him and just kind of talk to the competitors. Now, Mike, last year you came third in your block. Um, I think you ended on yes. four points. Actually, you were in the same block as Amir. Um, you ended on four points. Robert Davis came second with nine, uh, seven. And then Amir, of course, won it with nine points. And then, of course, took on the Butcher in the final. Yep. Now, the difference between last year, and I'll say this right now, like, I mean, a certain guy certain guy with a mask, without a mask, whatever he wants to do, says that I'm a yes man and I'm a kiss ass. Well, I mean, first and foremost, guys, I would say I'm a yes man. I had him on a while, not too long ago, like probably about a year ago, interviewing Lance Hoyt. I said yes to that, so Butcher got to interview Lance Hoyt. So, I mean, I said yes to that, and that worked out well, but, you know, it is what it is. I said yes to being in the promo climax because, well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I was very lackadaisical, very laissez-faire, very blasé, if you will. Figured I'd have some fun with it. You know, I'm still the knowledge champion. Hey, last year I was on the pre-show, defending against Moses on Smart Mark Radio. And, I mean, I thwarted some plans. I did my thing there. Uh, Moni Lynn, Amir Blackbank Costello here. So, I mean, I gladly took the pre-show. And, you know, I did my thing. I'm not complaining. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to be in the promo climax, the first one, just to have some fun and entertain. Really wasn't thinking, oh, do I really want to win? Do I really want to give it my all in this? And then I guess what's very interesting about that is I did it for fun. I like doing it. And then here comes the king of the mic. And I'm going first against Courtney Summers and people, and I love her to death, but Moni Lynn already assume I'm going to lose. People like the butcher saying that I'm already going to lose and he feels bad for me. And then what the hell happened? I know she wasn't well, and she's still putting a hell of an effort, and I think she's my podna, P-O-D-N-A-H, for the puns people. And uh, we're going to be doing it again in this promo climax. I won. Took on Robert Davis, took on Travis the Walker Anderson, and I won the damn tournament. So I was uh, I was in for proving a lot of people wrong. So I know it's a long answer, but yeah, that's that's <laughs> how my throat got. It's sure about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking this, uh, Mikey Two Belts, and congrats on that, by the way. Thank you. When the promo climax uh, part two was announced and all the matchups were put out, mm-hmm. you were not Mikey Two Belts at that time. You nope. were just you were Michael Larkin, the podcast machine and the knowledge champion. 
And so I have to imagine maybe you had a you had a strategy about the promo climax, but I don't know that you could have ever anticipated that by the time it started, you would indeed be the promo champion. So I gotta ask your your strategy, your thought process, you know, who you're gonna face. Has your your mental process changed on any of this now that you're walking in as champion? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm starting in against Ted Piedonero, a man I beat in the inaugural promo climax. Now, I was having very a lot of fun and being very entertaining with Ted, telling him that he's, you know, he's not really the narrow. I'm going to give him an ass whooping on the house or whatever I said. But I was just in there making fun of him, doing his rap stuff, because Teddy was being Teddy, and he's very unstable now. And Teddy is always... I'm going to say Ted's always had a great promo, and he's very entertaining, but I think Ted is also looking to step his game up. I'm looking to step my game up because that Mike Larkin that you saw against Ted P. DeNero in the inaugural promo climax is a different Mike Larkin now. He has a title. He's more motivated. He's more rejuvenated and overall regenerated. So I think Ted P. DeNero and I are going to have a hell of a kickoff for the first one. And then the second bout is myself and Courtney Summers. So we're going to do our thing in that, and I mean – if the king of the might was any indication, I mean, she, like I told you guys, she was not well, but she put in a hell of an effort and she really wanted to, you know, put in an effort, even though she wasn't feeling one. Well. I got to respect that. I mean, I think my first two bouts are a testament to what we had and it all ties and correlates with these uh, different tournaments. So, I mean, my strategy in this is just, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to entertain. Do I have certain things that I want to say? Yes. But, you know, I mean, I'm just looking in there to just prove everybody why I'm the promo champion. I forgot you and Teddy were against each other in the first one, so that's a nice opening match for you. It is, man. Like I said, I really am very intrigued on how these things go. Like, I got Teddy P and I got Courtney, my girl, in the second bout. So, I mean, I got two formidable opponents that I know and that I respect. Like, dude, I'm going against all my friends in this. I mean, Zach Herring is new to me. He's a third of the Carolina Reapers. I mean, I'm going against Nicola. I'm going against my girl Nicola, who I brought into the promo climax. I mean, I'm going against Robert Davis again, Daniel Crimmins, DC in the building. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, you didn't have to face Daniel Crimmins last year, but obviously Nicola and Zach are newcomers to the group and to the tournament this year. So, we, yeah. speaking of Nicola, of course, um, surprised me because I've seen, I've actually seen her first promo before anybody else, well, apart from Mike. Um, there's a character right there, the demoness. So here's the thing about this girl, and I'm so happy because I've actually, um, the thing with Nicola is I wanted to bring her in because she actually, she's a big wrestling fan. She's from the UK. I worked with her before on a podcast called the Bodega Wrestling Podcast. Uh, We've done some stuff talking about Impact Wrestling, and I know before anybody says, ooh, Impact Wrestling. But, you know, we had some fun, man, and I could tell she's very passionate about what she does. She likes to have fun, and I think she's going to bring it. And I know she was feeling a little bit apprehensive, but I told her, just go in there and have some fun. And she thanked me for bringing, you know, some confidence to her. Same with Courtney Summers. Like I said, dude, these are two of my girls right here. Courtney Summers and I connected over Killer Cross. I know, shocking, because Killer Cross. But no, in all sincerity, man. I really enjoyed bringing girls like Courtney Summers and bringing Nicola McDonald up for their confidence levels and that we bring the best out of each other. I think that's the ultimate goal in these promos, not to obviously mention family members and just go all batshit crazy, but I think it's just about having fun and just enticing and telling a story with each and every bout that we go into. So, yeah, man, Nicola, this demoness. I don't even know what I'm getting. I'm still a little bit nervous, man. I brought the girl into this promo climax, and I'm going to get Nicola, and i got to get the demoness. So, I mean, I'm in store for a hell of a bout. Well, you've got two months to prepare. Yeah, that's true. Nicola. But, hey, 
man, I mean, I, I guess I want to say this one other thing about Nikola, dude. I got her, and we're actually making history, Dez, going into this promo climax now because we're going to have the first ever female bout with her and Courtney. Yeah. Um, we just missed out. Actually, yeah, Moni was the only female in it last year. But we just missed out on Courtney and Moni and the King of the Mike. So, yes, first ever female, all-female match. When I see uh, when I see Nikola, I think when I see Nikola, I feel um, dare I compare myself like like a Shawn Michaels who is watching in AJ Styles and just thinking to myself, I want to face that person. I'm I'm on the sidelines. I'm not supposed to be doing anything. Um, I've lost my hair. There's like a copycat of me named Dolph Ziggler. No, wait, that's all Shawn Michaels' story. Um, but for me, <laughs> I, when I see somebody like Nikola, I think, wow, what what a magnificent character. And I also think that would be great to face her. And, you know, not in the promo climax, obviously, that, that's not in the cards. But somewhere down the line, Nikola, if you can hear this, you you may or may not know me. I don't know. But I know who you are. And I'm telling you. Somewhere in the future, you and I shall do battle, and it shall be epic. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this right now. I, I look at Nikola, and I say this. Well, there, here's a girl that likes violence, that likes destruction, that likes chaos, and likes to... It's kind of like these are a few of my favorite things, to quote Rod Stewart, man. I mean, she's in there. She's ready to go. And I'm, I'm very, very happy for her that she's in. And I think what's also great about it is, too, like her, like Zach having like Chris Maldonado, bruh, evolution is fucking beautiful, bruh, like I said in my promo with my sidewards uh, cap on. And we got people out there that are really to go. And what he did with Teddy P. Denaire, I look forward to seeing what Chris Maldonado brings. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to see the new blood we got going in the promo climax. Yeah, straight out the gate as well, Zach versus Nicola. Mm-hmm. Is the first match in the promo climax. Um, so, uh, Mike, you're not familiar with Zach. Do you know anything that he's going to bring to the promos? From what I've heard from my fellow Reaper and Travis the Walker Anderson, uh, he's... Uh, He's he's very good, and uh, he's very he has a lot of potential, and uh, yeah, that's what from what I hear from Travis, he's very good. So I'm like, all right, man, that's cool, and I'm all for it. So that's all pretty much I know that he's very good. I think he's gonna surprise people. So I said, cool, bring him in, let's kill it. There's a... I'll tell you I'll tell you about Zach. I, I I know from talking to the Walker myself that Zach has been kept intentionally quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's one of those things where when you come out the gate. You don't really want people to know what to expect from you. You don't want to have anybody to be able to kind of formulate any sort of expectations, which I think is good because if people think that they already know what you're all about, then off the top, they decide right away. Either they like you or they don't. But when everybody sees Zach, they're going to be seeing him for the first time. Now, without knowing anything about him or how good he is or isn't, I will say I feel sorry for him his first matchup is against Nicola. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, she seems like she's out for blood. You know, the only thing I really saw Zach do so far is when he mentioned that he was joining, he joined Evolution of Pro Wrestling, right, during the, uh, everybody yes. thinking what side they were going to be on. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that was already a huge mistake, obviously. So I don't know, Zach. Can you hear me, buddy? I don't know about you. <laughs> we will, however, remain biased. Uh, unbiased. That's right. <laughs> Un- unbiased, yeah. Mike uh, Larkin, um, Ted P. De Niro, 
Mm-hmm. It, you mentioned last year when you guys went against each other mm-hmm. um, that you got the victory, and you yeah. mentioned how much you've grown since then and that you are this new version of Mike Larkin. Um, but I will say this about Ted P. De Niro. He's not the same Ted P. either, and he's also coming off of a huge victory, uh, as you mentioned, over Chris Maldonado, where he, he stood up to defend RWT, his home, as he's an RWT original, and and he brought his new his new blade uh, into the fold. Uh, you have any worries about an evolved Ted P. De Niro hot off of a win as well with the blade over his shoulder? I look at it like this. Teddy can bring that blade. I got nothing but respect for Teddy. We're both evolved as competitors, and we're both involved as people. But I just got to say this. Teddy P. De Niro's on my fucking way. So, I mean, if I got to go through friends, so be it. Fair enough. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying. I mean, yo, I mean, I, here's the thing. And here's I even said this in my promo, guys. Tra- Travis the Walker Anderson, in his way, he said, Michael Larkin. You don't need to be the promo champion. You know you just want them hashtags, boy. Woo-hoo! But I'm like, I want to be the champion. I want to be a fighting champion, and here I am. So, I mean, like I just said, if that answer doesn't suffice, I mean, I want to be a fighting champion. People are in my way. I got to go through some people. Even if I win, if I lose, I'm still going to give it the best damn promo that I have. Yeah, something definitely lit a fire in Teddy for the uh, Civil War. Well, I mean, he's loyal, and I, I can respect that. I mean, some hoes ain't loyal, but Teddy P. De Niro's loyal. I guess Chris Maldonado on that occasion was a hoe. So go ahead, Amir. Wow. Um, so the thing, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the thing about that is, let's all call. Let's do a callback to last year, gentlemen. There was meant to be a matchup in the promo climax between myself and Ted P. De Niro, and does anybody remember what happened in that match? Oh. Man, this is a year ago. No, no, you have to refresh my memory on this. You have no memory of it because it didn't take place. Because oh. Ted P. De Niro refused to cut a promo against me. Um, because that's where his that's where his loyalty was. His he couldn't cut a promo against me, and I I reached out to the guy and I said, "Hey, man, you you and I were we're buds, we're family, we're brothers. You cut that promo because." You know, I want the best competition, and we're going where everybody's trying to win. Like you cut that promo, he's like, I, I can't do it, I can't do it. He couldn't um, cut the promo because he he couldn't even imagine saying anything bad about me. And I thought two things. I thought, wow, that's you don't come by that often in life um, to the point to where a guy won't even. I mean, Shawn Michaels and Triple H were best friends. They've wrestled. Shawn Michaels kicked Triple H right in his freaking face, and John Cena just stood there and looked stunned. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, right? Uh, But the other thing I thought is you really have to be very, very creative in the promo climax, and you alluded to it, Mike Larkin, when you said, you know, people in this thing are my friends, but they're in my way. I'll go through them because I remember – not to my discredit, but I did cut a promo on Ted P. De Niro, except for I didn't disrespect him. I don't think I said anything bad about him. Uh, it may have been it, that may have been the Black Burnham promo. Uh, so I think this is going to get a little interesting because especially after the Civil War, everybody that's going against each other either has 
old wounds that they're still looking from the Civil War, or, or they're friends with these people. And, you know, Daz and Mike, how do you think people are going to be able to put their feelings aside to go at their buddy or try to keep it professional when they're going at somebody that they consider an enemy to make sure that they advance and get the W? My, my opinion on wrestling has always been best friends create amazing rivalries. I'm just going to have to say what Daz said there. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, Courtney Summers, I know she has something to prove. I know she's going to come at me and I love the girl. So I expect nothing less. I even told her that same with Ted P. DeNaro. Hey, Daniel Crimmins wants to be rejuvenated and regenerated. Come on, Daniel Crimmins, Nicola McDonald. I love the girl, but Hey, if she wants to come at me with her demoness, put on some, you know, some makeup, put on some face paint, go into this realm. We can go there. I'll go gladly go with her. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's a lot of elements that we can incorporate into these promos and I'm all for it. And it's bigger this year. We got three every week until we get to the last three weeks, I think. Last four weeks. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, it seems to be stacked this year. Um, here's a question that's on my mind. The Butcher was mm-hmm. in the promo climax last year, but there was no there was no promo champion at that time. Uh, the, the, and the promo climax was meant to crown the promo champion and yeah. then now the butchers just come off of a a loss of his promo title wherein he placed third in a fatal four-way so now he's he's walking in to promo climax too uh i'm sure wounded because of that but also he's got a his level of hunger has to have gone up tenfold because it's one thing when you're walking in this champ kind of like yeah the champ is here bitches but when you're walking in having just lost that strap and people might be thinking a little bit less of you what do you guys expect out of the butcher in the promo climax too uh you want to go first as or shall i take this and thumb the promo champ okay well in the last 24 hours or so um butcher finally broke his silence because he was pretty quiet after promo slam um and what we've seen from his live videos in max and rwt in in the last 24 hours or so is a reinvigorated butcher so which is probably a dangerous butcher all right so he said that he has unfinished business with me fine i have no problem taking on the butcher david gellum whatever reincarnation that we see of this i respect the man i love the man we're, we're max wrestling brothers for the past two and a half plus years i mean i've known daz the same amount of time i've known butcher and i know butchers i know what he's capable of i know what he's about I look at the butcher like this, you know, if he wants to talk about, you know, who wears the pants in the relationship between Mike Larkin and Travis the Walker Anderson. Well, I mean, him and Lewis have a little bit of relationship. They're all about evolution, but I beat I beat the general. So, I mean, if Lewis wants to come at me, Lewis can do most, most of the same. Lewis of evolution of pro wrestling, darkness falls, chaos, destruction. I'm all about that. <laughs> so, I mean, if he wants to come at me, cool. I, I look at it like this. You got people like the butcher that, you know, he tells me that, you know, kiss mommy, daddy goodbye because I'm going to bury you. Well, technically speaking, I kind of buried his reign as promo champion. I kind of buried his reign before it even started. I mean, that was his first title defense. And the guy who's all about the brains has now got the uh, he's got the words. He's got the verbiage guy. He's got the mouth. Uh-oh. So, I mean, that's kind of a dangerous it's kind of a dangerous combination, if you will. So, I mean, I'm all for Butcher if he wants to come at me. It's no big deal. If he wants, he's got to get through Chris Maldonado. He's got to get through Lewis. He's got to get through Moses 
Marquez, excuse me, the crippler, as he's no going by. He's got to get <laughs> all these people. So, I mean, yo, I, if he can get through them, great, good. Forgive me for quoting Miss Cyrus because we're all Team Hemsworth, right? Um, but Mike's got the best of both worlds. I do. I mean, that's also not just a Hannah Montana song. Did I go there? Yes, I did. But, I mean, friggin', yo, Butcher can say what he wants. I know what he's going to do. He congratulated me, and he said cheers. I said cheers. Thank you so much. I know he loves me. Butcher is the equivalent of the 2002 hit single by Saliva off their album Back Into Your System. I love you. I hate you. I can't live without you. Survivor Series 2002, guys. So, I mean, that's what... Always, always, always. But yeah, man, that's the butcher and all of it. He's very conflicted. He loves me, hates you. You know, he's got that thing in his mind that he that views us as the enemy, to quote Fozzie. You're my enemy. So, I mean, yo, Butcher's got a lot to prove. He's a desperate man do desperate things. And I'm all for what Butcher brings. So I say bring it. He's also got a Here's very, a... very uncivil group. I mean, Block A is pretty respectful. We've got Mike, we've got Courtney, we got Robert. But Block B is full of guys with beef with each other. There's Butcher, Moses, Tavda, Walker, Lewis, and then, of course, Chris Maldonado. Of course, combustible elements, man. I think it's going to make for a hell of a block B. That's what B stands for. Boom. Boom. <laughs> oh, by the way, one quick side note, going back to Hannah Montana slash Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I've i seen her perform live, but it wasn't it wasn't my choice. Um, I was at a, a business meeting <laughs> in Arkansas, and... They just brought her out, and she sang that song. Uh, He's always gonna be a never been to a meeting where they just happened to bring Hannah Montana. The last meeting I went to, they had fidget spinners on the table. I would you, it was it was a, when I worked at Walmart. I worked at Walmart. It was the the annual shareholders meeting, and I was asked to fly out to Arkansas and represent my store because. I was like Mr. Walmart. I, you know, bought into the whole thing. But um, Miley Cyrus, uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss, Michael Jordan came out and spoke to us about teamwork. Uh, ben Stiller emceed the whole thing. I mean, it, did Brad Paisley, Foreigner, the amount of people, Smokey Robinson, all these people. It was, it was insane. But uh, neither here nor there. You know what, Mike, um, you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I think B&M Baggins is the UK equivalent to Walmart. If they had a shareholders meeting, they wouldn't even get Blazing Squad. Oh, fuck it. Now. <laughs> Here's the thing. Bone thugs in harmony, gentlemen. Crazy bone, the whole nine. Meet you at the crossroads so you won't be lonely. I'm going to miss everybody. I'm going to miss everybody. Then this UK looking, I don't even know what it was, did that song. And I'm like, what the fuck? They just ruined a goddamn classic. Hey, you've seen that music video, Crossroads, right? Yes, I have. Oh, Here's another well-known, or rather not so well-known fact, but the angel of death in that video, the the bald black guy, mm-hmm. actually my uncle. Wow. No shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. That guy is my uncle. His name is John, and he is actually not the angel of death. Um, <laughs> does, he, does he still speak to anybody from Blazing Squad? Uh, well, that I, was- I know this is. I know we're totally going off, but I just, I, I just got to say this: you have a rap song that was a classic, and then you have later on in the years, Crazy Bone and Ice Cube talk about until we rich. Then you get Crazy Bone and Chameleon there riding dirty. This was a great rap song that was the annals and the test of time for mid '90s hip hop and overall rap. Then you get Blazing Squad doing that garbage that they did, which I did not even know because Dazzy introduced this to me, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm still sorry. I know it's okay. <laughs> let's uh, 
I got now let's talk a little bit about Lewis because Lewis came on the scene mm-hmm. out of nowhere, brought in by Moses Marquez. And I didn't know who this guy was. Uh, and Butcher didn't know who this guy was. And the thing about Butcher and I is that was really at the height of uh, of us being like the mega powers, you know, um, very protective of one another. And then here comes the, the big bad wolf, Lewis, with his diabolical laugh. And the whole thing was very shocking. And I remember like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to go at this guy. And we started going at it and he was going at it with me and he was going at it with the butcher. And uh, then, you know, in my opinion, I've said it publicly a billion times and I'll say it again, though butcher refutes it and refers to Lewis as his boy today. I think he got scared of Lewis. He got scared of him. He tried to block Lewis from competing uh, in in max wrestling competitions and stuff like that. I kind of took the opposite route and went, I'm going to, I'm going to, to go at this guy and Lewis handily uh, kicked my ass and it was it was it was a tough loss and this I was like man this guy this guy is vicious this guy he can't be touched and then we got enthralled into like a civil war and he got a chance to go for control of RWT he cut a lot of fantastic promos and really elevated his evolution of pro wrestling brand Um, and when the results came out I won and kept control of RWT, but nearly half the people in the group got behind him for taking over. So, yes, I won, but just barely. And now, for the first time ever in the promo climax, Lewis, instead of going against me, is going to be going against everybody else. What are you guys expecting from Lewis of Evolution of Pro Wrestling? I'll start this one. All right. Lewis and I have had exchanged pleasantries. We're cool. I think he what he does with his podcast, you know, giving people like, you know, giving people a platform to tell their story, much what I do with, uh, you know, my interviews with on the Michael Mike. I think it's cool. You know, the first thing he messages me, you and I interview a lot of the same people. Yeah, because we're both very passionate about what we do. And I, I appreciate his passion. You know, he brings his kid in. I've had my mom on for prediction show. So you can't beat family. I'm very big. It's a big proponent and a key component of what I'm about as family. So I dig what his overall vision is. I think the dude has a lot of talent. I think he's going to bring it. And I expect nothing less from him. I think he's someone that I would want to face just because I think he's very worthy for what he's done against yourself, Amir. What he's done against, you know, you and Moni the whole night. I think he's... He's going to bring a lot, and he's going to prove a lot. I think he's a very formidable competitor, and I want to test myself against the likes of a Lewis of Evolution Pro Wrestling. So that's one person I'm looking forward to possibly facing down the line. And I was going for my knowledge championship at Promo Series. That I respect because he wanted to test himself against me, you know, said knowledge champion for over 400-plus days. He wants to come at me from a different aspect. I can respect that. So I'm kind of looking forward to what we got going with Lewis. Go ahead, Dad. Well, I mean, Lewis wanted to take on Butcher a long time ago when it never never happened and stuff's happened since then they've been on the same page um and now they're going to be going up against each other first in the climax lewis has also got a nice little break he's against uh, butcher uh next week then he doesn't have to compete again until september 25th where we'll take on moses marquez so he's got a nice nice break yeah, he gets to refresh and get rejuvenated going into that belt I agree. Well, how about this, guys? Um, given their history, mm-hmm. um, and again, just a quick recap, Butcher, 
hated Lewis when yep. Lewis popped up, and Lewis hated Butcher. I think Lewis was one of the first people that I ever saw make a video and yeah. just viciously attack and maul the Butcher, uh, commented on several things from his looks to his lack of talent to how boring. I mean, he just kind of like respect wasn't something he was looking for in the promos he was cutting. And Butcher came back at some point and said some things that were so that were so vicious, I won't mention it, that the rules for promos had to even be changed. And then at a certain point they revealed during the Civil War that they had gotten on the same page. But now they are competing in the promo climax where every win counts. And I think some old dust may be kicked up. In this match, who needs to win more going in the promo climax? Does Butcher need it more or does Lewis need it more? I'm going to say, uh, excuse me, the Butcher needs it more because, like I said, desperate men do desperate things. Lewis has been on a hot streak. Uh, I know you beat him. Congratulations to you, Amir, as well for what happened at Promo Slam. But, I mean, the dude is, you know, coming back after after a loss against you, Amir. So, I mean, he, I could see both of them won it, but I got to say more for Butcher. Butcher just lost a championship. So, I mean, Butcher is looking to come back. He, he's like, I'm not in third place. I'm in first place. He's going to have that mindset. He's going to go into it. You know, him and Lewis, you know, whatever their relationship is, you know. I mean, if here's the thing, man, that gets me about him because he's on our show talking about me and Lewis. We're going to fucking get it on. We are going to get down. Ha, 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 ha. So I don't know whether they're going to dance, but there's some, there's some you know, sexual tension, maybe some homosexual tendencies going. And it's 2019. I don't judge. Do you and be happy. But going into this bout, you know, I think uh, Butcher needs it more. Go ahead, Dad. Uh, I think they both need it equally. Like you said, Butcher's just coming off losing the title. But uh, Lewis had that first win at Trivia Takeover, but lost the Civil War. So he also said he's not through with you, Amir. He said it's not over by a long shot. Yeah, well, he he won the battle and he lost the goddamn war, um, and I I don't have any hard feelings toward Lewis. I I think that again, my favorite thing in life is knowing where I stand with people, so I know how to treat them. Lewis has always been very honest about his feelings towards me, and my battles with him really served to show me that forty two percent of people in this group would have me removed. Jesus Christ, it's a large number. <laughs> oh, I mean, so, they, they could have also come from evolution and outsiders. I mean, the vote was completely public. That's true. That's true. But oh man, it it it, it hurt it hurt my soul a little bit. But Lewis, um, I think where I'm at with it in in regards to Lewis is I don't have any bad feelings towards him. I I think he's talented. I think I respect him a lot, and I I get what he. When he came in, I get what he was trying to do. When you want to make an impact, you walk into a room, you find the biggest guy, and you punch him in the mouth. And when we went against each other the first time, I was doing some talking, and he punched me in my fucking mouth. And then when you punch a talker in their mouth, they, they typically shut up. And, I, you know, I was quiet for a little bit, but once the swelling went down, I had some more shit to say. <laughs> and I, you know, who knows what the future holds? But I will, I will guarantee this: no matter what's happened in history between me and anybody in the promo climax, I'm happy to be doing this show, and I mean to report on everything unbiasedly. And who better than myself and Daz to be doing this show? Because we really know the the rich, deep history of everybody involved, uh, including behind the scenes stuff and. And what's gone on, uh, you know, Daz probably could tell the stories better than anybody because he puts these amazing promos together. And 
I just want to take a quick minute to, just to say publicly, you are the fucking man. You are every bit of the captain that you say you are, and everybody really should be kissing your damn feet because you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if I could quote uh, King Robert from the first season of Game of Thrones. Bow, you bitches. <laughs> no, bow your shits. That's the actual quote. Now, you mind if I just add something before y'all ask the next question for me? You mind if I just add something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right, cool, man. So I look at it like this. You got a guy and the butcher. Now, when he talks about people's, you know, who wears the pants relationship, as I just said, he may have some homosexual tendencies, and he may need to sort it out with Lewis. I got to say this. When a man questions if you're actually a man, do you believe what you fucking say? Yeah, I do believe what I say because what I – okay, here's the thing. And I'm trying not to stumble over my words, but here's how, what I, how I do this with these promos, man. Okay, I like the sense of realism. I talked about my grandfather passing away, and I miss him every day. I was in the room when, you know, we had the heart attack, and the last image I have of my grandfather is him getting stretched out, and that was the last image of it. I talked about my grandmother. I talk about that, and he talks about Michael Lockhart, what y'all fucking sob stories. <laughs> and he goes into his whole tirade. I like to include a lot of realism and aspects of my life and, you know, possibly feeling like, you know, is it worth it waking up in the morning, talking about podcasting, how this has helped me and how LFC has helped me. Everything that I say in these promos is very real. It is very heartfelt. So, yes, I actually do believe what I fucking say in each and every promo. I know Butcher is very, you know, he is the best. Nobody can beat him. You know, he probably invented promos. I'll tell you, he invented the promos. You know, I have the sharpest tongue in all the fucking land. <laughs> But, I mean, that didn't help him going into uh, the promo slam because a certain someone with wit and a certain someone with a strategy, because we're both intelligent men. I got nothing to say bad about the butcher intelligent-wise, but I got to say, when you actually question if someone means what they truly say, I'm going to tell you goddamn right I mean it. So just wanted to add that little point to it. So that's why you go What are you guys thinking? Oh, yeah, yeah, it seems like that. Michael Larkin and in, in, uh, in the original promo climax, a little soft. A little soft, Mike. Gotta say it to your face. That's okay. Soft. I know that. I can even admit it. I'll be the first to admit it. But I, I listen, Michael, Mikey Two Belts, if you, if you could muster the 1.21 gigawatts and go back <laughs> to this time last year and stand in front of Mike Larkin, Mike Larkin would be shivering looking at you. He'd be like, oh my God, what have they done to me? <laughs> I do like the two belts, though, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I'll say this. To that Mike Larkin that we saw in that one, I would probably have to give him a kick in the ass. I'd probably have to slap him a couple times and say, hey, man, you got to wake up. This nice thing is cool. I'm still that nice guy you all love. And, you know, I'm respectful to each and everybody. But sometimes you got to get that edge. You got to find that inner streak. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror. And I think Tavda said it when he was talking about creepily singing Michael Jackson's Men in the Mirror. There's another competitor I'm looking forward to seeing in this promo climax. I mean, sometimes you need to kick yourself in the ass, look yourself in the mirror, and tell yourself you're worth it because you had a former champion that said that he was the fucking best. Nobody could fucking beat me. Are you fucking kidding me? I gave you the fucking name, Travis the Walker Anderson. Ha 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 ha. So, I mean, you have that mindset, and he goes into it saying that he's the best. He's the better than any of the rest, and I can respect that because he's very confident, but the other part of that that I really am not that into is pretty much implying that nobody's nothing, that nobody can touch you. 
Well, I'm here to tell you that we are somebody, we're all people, are very unique as human beings. And going into this, everybody's looking to bring their end game in this promo climax too. So I think Butcher's going to be in a rude awakening for that. For those that he thinks, cannot kiss my fucking feet. Do you know what the fuck I mean? So you have that mentality and that overall you know, prowess about him that a lot of people are going to get 50-50 where it's going to be like, you know something, man? You're a desperate man, but at, at, at the end of the day, it's either nut up or quite frankly, shut the fuck up. And so I think Butcher has to go out and prove some people wrong. Tav the Starwalker, man, is a guy who came literally out of nowhere. I don't even know who invited him into the group. I don't even remember proving him, <laughs> except for I just remember when I saw Tab the Starwalker, I just thought to myself, another walker? Uh, but <laughs> but then one day, he cut a promo, and everybody was like, holy shit, who is this guy? He basically looked like me if I was good. And um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, God, this is this one of the things where it's like when Braun Strowman burst into the scene and you're like, oh, thank God I don't I don't do this. That guy would. So um, he's going to be in the promo climax. We haven't seen much of him, maybe two, three videos at best. Mm-hmm. But the videos that we have seen, they were short, sweet to the point and they got everybody's attention. And he's in block B, correct? Yeah. Yes, yes. So he's amongst the heavy hitters, uh, like the butcher and like Lewis, and um, and some and then another guy, not a heavy hitter, but Moses Marquez. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, I don't been tossed to the wolves. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, guys, but isn't um, isn't Tavda's first opponent Moses Marquez? Yes. Oh, oh no. Exactly. Okay, so okay, that's next week. Oh. Moses Moses has got. All right, Moses Marquez, if you can hear me, first thing I want to say, brother, fuck you. Uh, no, just kidding. I, you, you got a lot to overcome because ever since you lost to Travis, the original Walker, I guess I'll call him, everybody can only talk about one number, one percentage, um, and that's nine. And I've seen that it's frustrated you, and I hope that it's inspired you. And so you got to come out the gate swinging, Moses Marquez. Unfortunately, you're coming out the gate swinging against Tab the Stallwalker, who has scared me in my dreams. He's created a little bit of nightmares for me because he's very scary as an individual. I hope you got something big planned, Moses, because you need a win. You need to show people that you're not uh, EC4. I didn't dub that nickname, but I, I approve it. I think it's funny, um, but you got to show people that you're not that guy. You got to show people that you too have grown and you're a new guy. What do you guys expect from Moses Marquez, and can he overcome uh, to have the Starwalker? Well, I'll, I'll drop a little hint to people and say that Moses has gone a bit darker. He's got a little surprise in store for people, uh, a little bit of a gimmick change. But of course, before he even gets to have that, there was there was one match that I promised I would make sure was kicking off the promo climax every every single match was randomly scheduled but this one i made sure was on first and that they were in the same block and that's moses and the walker this week Ooh, the chance at redemption yeah so there's redemption and then he's up against tabdar all right i'll speak out on what's going on everybody this boy most marquez so let me talk about most marquez you know all right 
Moses, I definitely wanted to tie it and correlate because, like I said last year, we did the Knowledge Championship on the pre-show on his show, and now he's going to get a title shot like he wanted. Like I said, even as the Knowledge Champion for how many years? And, you know, Amir, even though you say you can't beat me, even though you're in there as well, and we saw what happened at Promo Slam, and I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I like when he gets... All right, hold on. Let me... Don't make me laugh. I'm trying to be serious here. I can be serious for a minute. No, I mean, if Eddie gets people like Amir and pretty much saying, I knew that I... I knew I thought I knew some stuff until I met you, Larkin, which, hey, man, like, dude, I appreciate you just coming in, coming in, putting in the work and just working with us. I love you, dude. You know that. But it's going against the mirror, going against Courtney, going against people in the past like Roxy Toxic and Dave Ungar, a friend from the Attitude of Aggression podcast, going against people. You know, even the Butcher was in that mix, the Phoenix, my rivalry with the Phoenix. So right now, Kenny Killa, who is still on my back, he is the Iron Bank contract winner. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to more knowledge title offenses. And last year, if you actually – here's the thing my promo series and i know i'm going a mile a minute here but hey i want to get my point across here promo series it's very important to me because yours truly made his max wrestling podcast special debut at a promo series that was in 2016 where it was myself and kinney uh for the knowledge championship well that was a week after i became the number one contender for the uh knowledge championship that was my first ever uh max wrestling knowledge podcast special was promo series and then you know like i mentioned roxy and dave and what happened last year with amir moni and moses now going into it with four other opponents it just gives me another chance to test myself so promo series will always have a special place in my heart i just wanted to reiterate that and just get that point across but going back to our own point and i digress guys but moses marquez he's got a lot to prove uh you were talking about his dark side he's got this crippler coming out as he said uh i look forward to seeing what he brings he's got heavy hitters he's got the walker this week he's got tabda and then august 28th it's christmas come early for moses he's got the butcher and the butcher has said that books is fucking marquez i will slap that fake ass beard off your face sunshine so i mean we get that dichotomy going in there and mind you here's the thing people i just want to put this out there I know the butcher would say the exact same thing that I'm saying to him. He can call me a funny man. He can call me whatever he is. People find it funny. It's a joking matter. I don't legit hate the butcher. Him and I are brothers, like we mentioned, but truth is truth. And I even told them in my promo, you lost to Moni Lynn in the promo climax. I don't want to hear about, I voted for her. That's why she won. You lost. I lost to Kim. <laughs> graciously. It fucking happens. Okay? So... <laughs> Now, I just wanted to declare that because I know he's going to fucking go on live and just say shit. He's going to listen to this. But Butcher, you know I love you and you know I and you know you love. So stop. We're all brothers and we love each other. But when it's time to compete, it's it's kick ass time and we're ready to go. So let me get that point across. But yeah, Moses Marquez talking about the Smart Mark Radio link tree. Link in the description. SoundCloud. You know you can find me. I'm Moses Marquez. As far as he goes. Yeah, I think he's going to bring a lot. He's got a lot to prove. So I look forward to seeing what he goes. I know that was a long winded answer, but hey. <laughs> Do you know what promo series is also special to me because last year's promo series was the first time we got over two K. So, yeah, yes, yeah, and we've got promo series two Ks since then. Was I on that show? No, you're. Yeah, that was the final of last year's climax. Yay! Yeah, you know what? I think I I I I don't do a lot of um. On, in all seriousness, I don't do a lot of like patting myself on the shoulder because I don't care about stuff like that. But anytime you guys mention big numbers and I was a part of it, I always think to myself, did, did I have any, like, did people just tune in because they tuned in anyways? Or did people actually care about something that I was doing? So anyways, I'm just happy to be a part, man. 
right, hold on. Yeah, I think it's I... all about the build-up. Like, this year, Promo Slam, we built the fuck out of it, and Promo Mania, actually, and they both did exceptionally well. I'll add to that. I don't mean to cut you off, Des, but God dang, man. I appreciate the support, too. 3K, if people listen, please, thank you so much, and I appreciate the supporters. But this guy over here, I got to talk a little something. in India. <sighs> My Indian people. We've got a great Indian fan base, and we love them. Well, I'll be honest with you. I love them, too. Indian fans are most – I'm not going to do the accent, but Indian fans are probably most of the, one of the most um, supportive uh, fan bases, and they appreciate yeah. wrestling so much in India. And you can talk so much shit, they don't care. They just love wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but here's the thing about you, Amir. So the first ever special that Amir Black Bank Costello was on was Podcast Promo Rumble 2018. Now, Podcast Promo Rumble 2018, like I said, Podcast Promo Rumbles are hit or miss for me because Podcast Promo Rumble, I won the knowledge title, then I started as a full-on captain with Max. And then a year later, well, just a shy year, I'm going to round it up, 364 days, uh, Amir was on the special... <laughs> Where Kenny beat me. And like I said, I could lose graciously. I was not on my game, but then I won it back at Promo Mania. So that's where this Nile Championship is, and here we are today. And that's why I love going against likes of Kenny, because Kenny is like me. And, you know, Butcher can call me Mikey Google and Mikey Kissass, but, I mean, Mikey I'm just Google. saying. Mikey Google. Which, <laughs> I mean, all right, here's the thing. All of each and every one of us are passionate wrestling fans. Do I love wrestling? Yes. I cherish a lot of these moments and it reflects a lot in my memory bank because, you know, going like we talked about Nassau Coliseum, SummerSlam 2002, my first ever live event I went to for pay-per-view wise, watching Brock Lesnar and Rock, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. When he talks about Mikey Google, it's just, you know, maybe just I appreciate watching DVDs. You absorb a lot over the years. And I think it's funny that he calls me that. And I still laugh and get a kick out of it every time. But you also have to understand what knowledge comes power. You know what I'm saying? I'm a guy that's straight edge. I'm like CM Punk. Hell, if somebody gets suspended, put the belt on me. You know what I'm saying? Because give it to the straight edge guy. I fell in no piss test. So, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, both, we're both straight edge. You know, we like to do our thing. And, you know, knowledge is power. And that's what I absorbed over the years, my 27 years of being on this planet that we call Earth, gentlemen. So, I mean, we absorb that going into each and every one of these bouts. And, I mean, I did loss. Yes, it happens. I lose. Kenny beat me. So I just wanted to add there, even though, again, long-winded, long explanations. Amir, you were actually the first ever podcast special on for Max was the time where I lost the knowledge championship back to Kenny Killer. I, I don't recall you ever losing. I hear you saying that the uh, the file exists. I, 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 in my memory, I don't know. Those two pages of history are taped together, but I'll, I'll have to take a look back. Well, here's the thing. Kenny and I, here's the thing with Kenny. Like, I can look at an answer and I have a general, you know, perspective of what I think is the answer, even if I get it wrong. But Kenny is like, oh, wait a minute. Yes. Yes. Fully loaded 98, man. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I need to double check, but um, yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it you, you lost in the preliminary rounds and then it was like head to head between Kenny and I think it was Phoenix? So uh, guaranteed no, a new champion? Kenny and Muggsy. Muggsy, that's it. So, I mean, it, I mean, it happens. You only did one episode. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, man. But no, I mean, yo, I mean, it happens. I lose. I mean, I can't be the great every day. Sometimes I'm off my day. I'm off my game. So it happens. People can be off the game. You win and lose. That's life. That's competition. So that's what people say. It's how you come yeah, exactly. It's true, though. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't say, you know, I voted for her. That's because I win. I mean, you lost to a woman. God, I mean, I didn't lose to a woman. So, I mean, it happens. It's okay. Just saying, just a little for motivation. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Mike, you and Amir were both eliminated with two points, and then it came down to 
Muggsy and Kinney. Yeah, well, whatever. Muggsy is a friggin' beast. He was a beast. I really want him back. He was good. I like Muggsy. Yeah, I wonder what he's up to these days. <laughs> uh, okay, so we need to wrap this up. Uh, one match I'm looking forward to in particular on the Halloween episode of Max Racing in the promo climax will be the Walker versus the Butcher. Uh, also, a happy birthday to the Butcher today. Happy birthday, Butch. Happy birthday, Butcher if, uh, baby. <laughs> if you're following RWT on Max, I'm sure you saw that he celebrated well into the night last night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, has anybody ever made a cigarette look cooler? Nah, he was just smoking a cigar. <laughs> you need people like me. Come on, Pelican. With his nice-ass beard. Um, one last question for you guys. Um, especially Mikey Two Belts being the promo champion. Yeah. We know everybody's in the competition. Excluding yourself, Mike, if you had to pick one winner, if you had to say, you know, at the very beginning before any of the matchups happened, this is the guy that I think would take it all, excluding yourself, or a girl that I think would take it all, who do you expect to go all the way? Mm. Well, I was to venture a guess because I think, you know, he's not over by a long shot and he is challenging me for the knowledge title. I think Lewis has a very good chance of taking it. I look at Tavda because I think he's very creative. I think he has a shot. Nico has a shot. Everybody really has a shot. There are a lot of newcomers and a lot of fresh faces and you know familiar faces like Travis. I think Travis has a good shot, but I've had to pick. I don't know. I think there's something about Lewis. You know, with his dark voice, it's very menacing. Lewis of Evolution of Pro Wrestling. I'm coming for you. I just listened to Michael Jackson's Thriller album on repeat. Because this is Thriller, Thriller Night. Darkness falls. So, I mean, yo, I think he's got a... Uh, <laughs> He's got a great shot. So, I mean, I'll go with Lewis just because. And I like doing the accent. I don't, I did, gentlemen, I did not know that Loki grew inches because he sounds like Loki. I am a man of warrior. I am a warrior. One warrior nation. Loki. I, I, love, I love Mike's machine gun answers. He's like the only guy that brings an Uzi to a handgun fight. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Daz? If you had to pick one winner at the beginning of all this and say, you know what? I know everybody competing. I know what I know at this point. I kind of think this one person may take the whole thing. Who would that be? I think Robert's come very close to winning these tournaments and the championship a few times, but never quite got there. So I'd like to see Robert go far. Also, I think the Walker is uh, really fired up. So Yeah. Uh, I mean, about with the Butcher, man, and I mean, Robert Davis and I are going to do our thing. If, if, if Okay, I'm just going to say this. Walker and Butcher, there's so much heat that, I mean, these, these guys want to go at each other. They can't stand each other. They go for each other's jugulars almost on a daily basis. And then you got people like myself and Robert who want to outdo what we did in the King of the Mics. So, I mean, yo, Robert Davis, I'll step into your realm. And I'm going to say for me, uh, initially, if you would have asked me this maybe a month or two ago, I had Lewis winning the whole thing. Um, and I I didn't think that anybody was going to be able to touch him. But what's changed for me since then is I think there might be a little bit of a hangover from the Civil War. And you never know. People, will they vote based on whose promo was better or will they vote based on you know their own biases and stuff like that? So I'm more looking towards... Uh, Nicola or Tab the Star, Star Walker because nobody knows much about them. They're both scary as hell. 
Uh, and I think they're both going to do some damage. And nobody really has any biases towards them because they don't really know them to, they don't know anything about them. Uh, but to pick one person to take it all, here's a ringing endorsement from the first ever promo champion and the guy who won the whole thing last year in the promo climax. I'm marking my check next to Nikola. Oh, the demoness. See, this is why the UK sucks at Eurovision because it's not for the best songs. You vote for your neighbors, and we're in Ireland. Love Island, though, right? Not the Love Island, though, right? Oh, fuck Love Island. There you go. Drop a nuke on that motherfucker. <laughs> Apparently, it's coming back for Christmas. I can't wait. Oh god! I, I hope it, it was, snows on the I, island. I think it was on BBC or whatever channel it was here, but we also did here in America. I saw it. I think it was on CBS, and I'm like, "Oh, there's Daz's favorite show." Uh, um. Okay. One other thing we should probably make clear before we go, um, is if people are wondering how it's going to work with the champion in the promo climax. The champion's always been entered in the climax, no matter who it was going to be. Um, so the winner of the promo climax gets to challenge the promo champion at podcast promo rumble in January. However, if the champion is in the final, that will make the final for the championship, and then they can choose their own opponent for the rumble. Just to make it clear, it's so very similar to the G one. And also, uh, myself and Daz, you can look forward to hearing us every week uh, during promo climax two to discuss the matchups and, and hopefully talk to the you know couple people that are competing each week to get their thoughts and kind of give anybody who's listening a chance to get to know these people better before you see their, their promos so we can get everybody more involved, more invested, and get you out there to vote so we can figure out who is going to be the winner of the promo climax too. Yeah, so the first three matches this coming week, actually tomorrow on Max Wrestling, is Zach Herring versus Nicola McDonald from Block A, also in Block A, Courtney Summers versus Daniel Crimmins, and in Block B, Moses Marquez versus The Walker. And that's going to do it for the first edition of Beyond the Mic. I am the Captain Dazzy Dangerous. You can find me at Dazzy MWP. Amir? Uh, I, I am. I just realized I can't do the butcher this week. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can you just say it just one time? I'm just like, and have a good day. <laughs> When we are on Max Wrestling tomorrow, you will be able to find a butcher at TOG69BHITB. Nice, 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 nice. And I am Master RWT Kingpin, Emir Black Bane Costello. And you can find me in the RWT Raw Wrestling Talk group on Facebook, which, by the way, Raw Wrestling Talk is not said enough. It literally just is RWT at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Also, RWT um, on Instagram. And uh, on Twitter as well, RWT Podcast. Go check us out there. And of course, check everything else on the Four Corner Network at four number four cornernetwork.wix.com slash podcasts. And our special guest this week on Beyond the Mic is the current reigning brand new promo champion, Mr. Mike Larkin. Okay. You can follow me on Twitter at SMShow1 or at MCL92. SoundCloud is MCLarkin92. The website is www.stevenmikeshow.com. And if you want to check out the LFC podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, you can check it out on SoundCloud at LaundreFC on Twitter, Facebook Lingerie Fighting Championship, uh, freaking Pocket Cast, Spotify, Podbean, Anchor, 
tune in wherever you get your podcast you need to check check us out and just check out max wrestling check out everybody's podcast rwt check out mine we're all in this to have fun and to tell stories in this promo climax so i'm ready i'm looking forward to what matchups i have which i know i have and i'm looking forward to just going in there man and raising some hell and having fun at the same time and i just have one other thing i'd just like to say uh word is bond as the phrase goes and i will say this the fact that i win I am a fighting champion. I said I'm a fighting champion. So either promo series will be my first title defense or podcast promo rumble five will be my first title defense. So either way, I'm ready to defend that championship. And uh, do you guys know what I mean? You know what I mean? I want to give a shout out to LFC as well because they really campaigned the shit out of the build up to promo slam. And of course, Trivia Takeover. So thank you, LFC. Um, to everybody else listening, if ever you feel like there's something you want to get off your chest, I've got one bit of advice. Pick up the mic.